So whether you're a gun owner or not, I want you to pay attention to this story because this is about fundamental justice. This is about how our system works, how it should work. The fundamental question is, should police be able to change the law without going through Parliament? Because, in effect, that's what the Mounties have done. They've taken a magazine for the most common twenty-two rifle in the country. There's more than 1.2 million of these magazines that have been imported into Canada in the last 35 years. It's for a Ruger 1022. It's a 22 rimfire rifle, the type of thing you'd go up back and maybe shoot a squirrel with, uh, maybe you'd, you know plink off some targets. This type of thing that boys across the country shot for decades before everyone became afraid of guns. One of the most common rifles in the world, in fact. But now the magazine for it, if you've got a high-capacity magazine, is illegal. Now, high-capacity magazines, 422s, are legal. That was a decision of Parliament when they crafted the Firearms Act. But it was a memo from the RCMP that changed it for one specific magazine. And that's leaving a lot of people wondering, are they criminals? Are they not? Can they... Can they alter the magazine? Will that make them a criminal? What do they do? Solomon Friedman is a criminal defense lawyer here in Ottawa. And Solomon, if if I happen to own one of these magazines, and if I were your client, we're all speaking in hypotheticals here because nobody wants the Mounties at the door, what would you tell me to do? Well, the first thing I would do is tell the RCMP to go jump in a lake because <laughs> they could not be more wrong about their interpretation of the Firearms Act regulations governing magazine capacity. Their position is absolutely contradictory. Um, It makes no sense. People need to understand what exactly the RCMP have done here. Uh, What they have said is, although for every other 22 rifle, there is no limit on magazine capacity. That's a decision, as you said, Parliament has made. So you can have a 50-round magazine for a 22. You can have a 100-round magazine. You can have a 150-round magazine mm-hmm. um, for a 22 rifle. However, for a 22 pistol, there is a magazine limit of 10 rounds, like for all pistols. And here's where things get kind of interesting. Uh, the Ruger 10-22 rifle has been produced for decades, as you said. It's a standard 22 rifle. In 2007, Ruger came up with a brilliant idea. They said, this rifle is so popular, we should make a pistol that accepts the same magazines. And that pistol is called the Ruger Charger 22 pistol. Now, the magazines from the rifle happen to fit just fine in the pistol. Okay, but... But let me ask you this. If I happen to have a 25-round magazine for my Ruger 10.22 rifle, and I put a 25-round magazine into the pistol, am I committing an offense? Well, what the law actually says is that the classification of a magazine is based on what kind of firearm it was designed or manufactured for. So imagine this scenario, Brian. Somebody goes out and they bought a magazine in 2005 before there even was a Ruger Charger pistol. There's no way that magazine could possibly have been designed for or manufactured for a pistol because the pistol didn't exist you when, could the, have when bought, the magazine you was could have bought You could have bought it when you and I were in diapers. It's been around that long. 
Absolutely. And notwithstanding that, the RCMP believes that somehow they are capable of going back in time and reclassifying all of these magazines as being now either designed or manufactured for a pistol. It is absolutely uh, absurd. So at its fundamental core, this is an issue of the Mounties trying to change the law without going through Parliament, as far as I see it. Am I you wrong? Know, this, is, this is a case really where the RCMP's notion of public policy and public safety trumps the proper interpretation of the law. They don't like... But, but, but there's no devices. public safety issue here because there's been no crime spree committed with 22 rifles or 22 yeah. pistols using this magazine. No, and, you know, I would know that better than anyone. I can tell you as a criminal defense lawyer, I have never seen a criminal offense committed using a 25-round uh, 22 rifle magazine. <laughs> but that doesn't change the RCMP's point of view. The RCMP, that is the bureaucracy that's controlling the firearms program, want fewer guns in civilian hands, and they want fewer high-capacity magazines, even if they're legal. And what they're willing to do to get those out of people's hands is to come up with a completely convoluted and internally inconsistent interpretation of the law. So they issued a memo. This is how the law changed, because, there, as I said, there's one and a quarter million of these things have been imported into Canada in the last 35 years. And all of a sudden, people are made into criminals by a memo being issued? How is well, that possibly right? You know, one of the fascinating things about this, as you say, is the process. Ordinarily in Canada, when the government wants to change the law, they have to publish it in the Ontario Gazette, in the Canada Gazette, in order to put the population on notice that, hey, guess what? That which was previously legal is now illegal. That is not the case here. The RCMP have basically been quietly circulating among firearm dealers and retailers at this point uh, a memo saying, we now believe that these magazines are prohibited, which means that the countless number of gun owners that I know personally and professionally who Hun own these Hundreds devices, of thousands is the estimate. Hundreds no, of thousands. No doubt. Are today, as of now, according to the RCMP, subject to criminal charge, arrest, and potential imprisonment for owning objects that they bought legally at retailers from Canadian Tire to Cabela's to Bass Pro from coast to coast. It's outrageous. So there, there, I understand that people are saying, well, don't worry. I mean, it, look, you're only allowed 10, so just pin the magazine. That's essentially you put in a mechanism that stops it from accepting more than 10 rounds. And this is something that's been done to, to firearms for years. But I understand there's a lot of gun owners who are saying, hold on. Well, the way the law is written, if I tamper with this, I could actually be uh, in violation of other laws. Well, you know, it, the problem is even more fundamental than that. People need to realize that if these objects are illegal, then your possession of them at this moment is a crime. Going out and pinning them doesn't mean that you haven't committed the original crime. It just doesn't mean that tomorrow you'll be committing the same crime. So anybody who's criminally liable right now as of this moment, because there's no government amnesty program, the government hasn't announced anything about this, in fact, then your possession today is a criminal offense and subject to the same penalties that I talked about. So pinning them might mean that you're not in possession of them tomorrow, but 
it doesn't mean that you didn't commit that criminal offense and you're not liable to the criminal penalty. And I mean, I think to most people, whether you're a gun owner or not, whether you like guns or you dislike guns, that's fundamentally unfair. People should not be turned into criminals for doing nothing more than buying absolutely legal property. You are a lawyer, criminal defense lawyer, an officer of the court, someone that takes the law and the process seriously. Should police have the power to make someone into a criminal by altering the law? I don't think Canadians would accept police changing the regulations and the law around sexual assault, speeding, drug possession. They would not accept police having that power. Should they be allowed to do this for gun owners? We live in a country where we cherish the principle of parliamentary supremacy. Parliament is supreme. Parliament makes the laws. That makes sense from a democratic perspective. We didn't elect the commissioner of the RCMP. We didn't elect any of the bureaucrats or the technologists in the firearms laboratory. We didn't cast a single vote for anyone like that. It also makes sense from a fairness perspective. We get to debate laws in Parliament. We, if we don't like the laws that were passed, we can vote the bums out in the next election. You can't do that with the RCMP. I mean, it is so fundamentally undemocratic and unfair that firearms owners are singled out uh, for this type of treatment. I think that whether you like guns or you don't like guns, you have to recognize that if the RCMP is doing this today when it comes to Ruger 1022 magazines, you know, and they're allowed to, then what's next? What will they decide next that they don't like from a public policy perspective and simply criminalize? It's a a serious problem. I know that uh, there are legal actions underway to attempt to rectify it. Um, But, you know, it's something that has to be challenged in the courts. The RCMP on this file, on similar Uh, other... uh, On on many others, they're wrong. Uh, Solomon Friedman, criminal defense lawyer here in Ottawa. If you are on the wrong side of the law, keep him on speed dial. I know I do. Solomon, great talking to you. My pleasure.